Hello, everyone. Welcome back inside the UC Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we were back inside the locker room today as several players reflected on the season and looked ahead to the team's head coaching search. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show. All that and more coming up. Sunday's 31 to 28 win over the Los Angeles Chargers, the Broncos 2022 season came to an end. Today, the team held their end of the season open locker room media availability, and we had the chance to talk to several players. Defensive lineman Deshaun Williams reflected on his season and just how much the guys in this locker room this season have meant to him. It's, it was one of those seasons that, you know, uh, we had so much hype going into it. Um, it was either it wasn't playoff or bus. It was more like Super Bowl, or, Super Bowl or bus, and we didn't, we didn't meet none of those standards. But um, I can say, man, this group of guys and these coaches, man, each uh, weekend and week out, man, we uh, we handled it the best way we could. And um, obviously the record is a record, but I don't think nobody should hang their head on that. Um, me, man, I just did what I had to do. Um, I uh, just wanted to help uh, the team for sure. When Dre, like I said, when Dre went down, then DJ went down these last couple of weeks. Um, just wanted to show what I could do. Um, I have made a statement in camp that uh, my game got better, and I think y'all seen that. Um, I think the coaches seen that. Uh, the film don't lie. But man, now nah, this year, man, it's, it was a lot of ups and downs. But man, you know the, this locker room, man, it's probably one of the best locker rooms I've been a part of, man. You know. Uh, I'm gonna miss these guys. Um, you know, every team is not the same going in the end of the year, but we'll see what happens in free agency. Plus, wide receiver KJ Hamler and a tackle Garrett Bowles talked about how they were able to watch this offense grow and evolve the past couple weeks. I think Russ started heating up. You know, Juice started heating up. Court and all those guys. You know, um, guys that you know got bumped up making plays. My boy Mac Marlin, Mac over there making plays. You know, things like that. So, you know, everybody got a little a little piece to this team. So. Um, I just think, you know, come this off season, you know, everybody got to come together, you know, maybe the receivers go out to San Diego and work with Russ for a few more times, you know, cut their time out of their uh, they training and go, you know, bond with him. You know, I think I know I am. So, um, you know, just got to put everything into play. I think we have a lot of great players. Um, you know, everyone was making plays. Um, you know, it just wasn't, the ball just wasn't a bounce on our eye. Um, and you all saw, I love three dearly. Um, I think Russ is a phenomenal quarterback that, can, can lead us to victory. Um, you saw what you can do last night. I mean, the, the deep ball is, is impressive um, when you can roll out and, you know, throw a dime down the middle. Um, you know, where most quarterbacks probably throw that out of bounds. He's, he's hitting he's hitting um, Jerry um, down the sideline uh, right before halftime, you know, to give us a score. Like, um, that's just who he is. Um, you know, when we get the right pieces around him, the right offense, and, and get him where he needs to be, um, you know, the sky's the limit for us. You know, we're all frustrated. I um, mean, we want to make the playoffs. We want to be, you know, back to where we need to be. I know you guys have seen, you know, the success in this this facility. Um, and, you know, we need to bring that success back. The fans deserve that. The people here in Colorado deserve that. We deserve that. The players have been here a long time. So um, I feel like we have the owners in the right place um, to, to lead us to where we need to be. And as the organization looks ahead to the head coaching search, Bowles and Hamler talked today about the qualities they hope to see in the next head coach. Well, I think. Is always valuable when you have a coach that you know that's been successful or has coached you know in this league a long time. You know, it's hard, it's hard just to come in and, and think you have all the answers. Um, you know what I'm saying? You got to you got to surround yourself with key people. You got to surround yourself with people that have been in this league and that understand this league because this league can you know 
you know, chew you up and spit you out. That, that's just the reality of the NFL. Um, you got you got to know who you are. You got to be consistent. Um, so you know, having a consistent coach um, is going to be you know vital for us. Um, somebody that's disciplined, somebody that has accountability, and that doesn't break their rules. Um, that's what we need. We need a tough. We need a tough guy um, to come in here and a true leader that can lead. That can lead this ship to victory, and that's what we need. I just want a coach who want to win. You know, um, not saying Hack didn't want to win or nothing like that. Hack was a great coach. Uh, appreciate Hack to the fullest, to be honest. You know, I still got to call him and text him. I know it's been a tough time for him. Um, but, you know, just, you know, coming here to work. You know, a coach that, you know, not not going to play around. Um, you know, just, you know, we just want we just want a coach to win. That's basically it. We, I think we got all the pieces to win. I know we do. Um, we just got to put everything together and just find that connection through the coaching staff, through everybody outside of here, from the teammates to the, the doctors and the physical therapists and things like that. So uh, once we put everything together, we'll be going far. And tight ends Greg Dulcich and Albert Okuebenom and center Lloyd Cushenberry discuss the type of team the Broncos' next head coach will be getting. I think, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll see right away that these are guys who play for each other. Um, and that's, I think, the biggest thing in this league is you got guys who love each other, guys who, you know, want to go out there play their hardest because of the guy next to them and that's what's gonna you know make us successful i think the biggest thing is just you know we got a team full of guys who want to win um you know and i feel like that's that's been evident every sunday you know win or loss um you know there's never you i don't think you can ever turn the tape and say there's lack of effort from either side of the ball um so i, th I think that's the biggest thing to be optimistic about um you know i feel like when we get a new staff in here um we just once we put the pieces together and get everything gelling. Um, we we have a lot to look forward to. I really think we have a, a great locker room. We got great leaders, guys like Russell, of course, Justin Simmons, um, you know, other guys, Kareem Jackson, all those you know, vets that you know, are really good locker room guys. And you know, they really have a a good culture, in my opinion. We just got to continue to build on that, and just want whoever they bring in, bring in to know, man, we we're gonna buy in. We're gonna do whatever we can because we know. This organization, the standard has not been been good, you know, this these last few years. So we know we gotta get back to those those standards and that's what we really need to do. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Broncos lead writer Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me again today on this Monday. Nice to see the team finish the season off strong with a win last night at home. What do you I guess just think last night's win really just meant for this team as they, you know, finish the season there? Yeah, I think a couple of things. One, just nice to get a win, have that excitement, have that happiness, that joy as Jerry Rosberg uh, keeps putting it, mm -hmm. you know, to not end the season on a sour note. I, I do think that's important, and it, it helps the vibe of these guys as they're packing up their stuff and uh, parting ways in the facility. You know, no, no two teams are ever alike. So the fact that you get to share that memory with those guys I do think is important. And mm -hmm. you heard Jerry Rosberg in the victory speech say, to a lot of people, they'll never remember this game ever again. And to us – it's a win. It's a, a chance we had to go out here and compete. It's important to us. He gave game balls to everybody in the room. So that obviously shows the importance of it from that standpoint. Yeah. But then I think, you know, f more importantly, the fact that you beat a playoff bound team in the Chargers mm -hmm. who, Sydney, I don't know about you, but I didn't think we were going to see Justin Herbert at all. No. And he ends up playing most of the game, most of the game into yeah. the fourth quarter. It's not until the Broncos go up 11 that he's pulled out of the game and the Chargers actually cut the lead after he left. But right. I think the fact that you did that against a playoff bound team against their starters, a team that's playing hard um, and you showed some, 
some glimpses of what you can expect, some some foundational pieces just in terms of how to play football and how to play winning football. Mm-hmm. We heard Russell Wilson talk about that, Jerry Rosberg talk about that. I mean, I, I do think that that's important, what you've seen over the last couple of weeks here in terms of just playing fundamentally sound football, seeing Russell Wilson play a little bit better. And when you look at all that, Listen, these two games, a close loss to the Chiefs and a win over the Chargers, mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything in the standings for next year. But I do think it shows, hey, you get a, a good head coach in place. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff can be repeated and, in my opinion, be repeated quickly. And now all of a sudden, you're not looking at 5-12. and 12, You're looking at a team that's right there in the mix. So right. it's a lot to take away from just one game. But I think the way the Broncos played demonstrates that. And, and for me... I, I went into it thinking, hey, I'll, I'll take the Chargers backups just so the Broncos can get a win and we can talk yeah. about a victory. But the fact that they did play their starters and the mm-hmm. Broncos still won, man, that's great. Yeah, well, you know, looking specifically at this offense here, Eric, what did you just, I guess, like about what they were able to do versus the Chargers? A season high, you know, 31 points for them. What specifically was working so well? Yeah, and a lot of yards. Um, it had been several yeah. years, I think, since the Broncos put up that many yards on mm-hmm. offense. A few things. One, on that first possession, you saw the Broncos, you know, I think it was only their second opening drive touchdown of the year. They used different formations. They used creative motions, Mm -hmm. um, trying to test the Chargers' eyes, making sure that they're, you know, um, sound in their assignments and and getting some easy completions. All those things stood out to me. And then you took that stuff in a solid run game with Latavius Murray, who Deshaun Williams said today is aging like fine wine. (laughs) which I know we can both appreciate, said. Yes, we love uh, wine. The fact that you're able to to marry that ground game mm-hmm. with Russ then throwing the ball deep. Right. That's how you play winning football. That's how you score a lot of points. And I think the fact that it didn't go super great early for the Broncos, they had that initial touchdown drive, but then they struggled a little bit to find their footing um, until the, the final moments of the second quarter. You know, the Broncos were kind of stuck at that 10-point mark. The fact that they were able to show explosiveness and score that quickly. That's a really good sign um, for next year because it's not like the Broncos scored on every drive or had a, every drive was great and they scored 31 right. points. There was still a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. They turned the ball over a couple of times with a muff punt with a kind of a fluky interception. So you take all those things and you look up and you say, okay, well, we still still scored 31 points against a playoff team. You look at Russell Wilson, who now has I believe four passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns over the last two weeks. Um, that's the Russell Wilson that we all expected. And so definitely. you keep that going, you're going to be in really good shape moving forward. Yeah, Russ has definitely looked like the old Russell yeah. a lot more the past few weeks here. Eric, I know Russ talked for a while after the game yesterday. What kind of did you just gather about maybe his focus and determination, you know, heading into the offseason and where this team can go? Yeah, I mean, he he has no question that he can get back to that level of play. Um, that this team can get back to where they want to go. I think it'd be easy after this year, and maybe even most people would would just lower expectations and say, okay, well, when you yeah. traded for Russell Wilson, the expectation was to compete for world championships. Mm-hmm. You won five games this year. Maybe let's just say, okay, well, now the goal is to, to get to the playoffs or have a winning record. Yeah. Russell Wilson's goals have not changed. He still wants to win a championship, win multiple championships, still has that belief in himself. Obviously, when you play like you did the last two weeks, it's easier to have that, and you've seen – I think kind of signs that Russ can still play that way, but um, I, you can tell it's been frustrating for him. He even kind of joked. He was like uh, a reporter said, I kind of watch you and I wonder what happened. Mm-hmm. And Russ said, I, I've kind of felt the same way at times. Yeah. Um, and so I know that it's frustrated him, but he's determined to get this right. Said he was going to be up at five thirty 
today, um, to, to get started for next season. So we know the type of dedication and listen, these guys are, they're convinced that Russ can do that. We heard Garrett Bowles today talk about that. Portland Sutton said after the game, he expects Mm -hmm. Russ to play at a pro bowl, all pro type level. And that obviously would be a huge jump, but it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. If Russ plays the way he did the last two weeks, you're looking at 34 touchdown passes and about 15 interceptions, another, you know, 15 rushing touchdowns. That's a lot to, to maintain yeah. for the whole season, but it shows you, Hey, if you play at that level and you expand it out, this is now the type of quarterback we're talking about. This is a guy who you're not winning with you're winning because of, and uh, that's Good a big, dif- that's a big difference. And I think the Broncos, they're capable of doing that with Russ. Definitely. Well, looking ahead, Eric, you know, this team has a lot of players who are about to become unrestricted free agents. Yeah. Raymond Jones, Deshaun Williams, uh, Dalton Reisner, just to name a few there, Latavius Murray. I guess just over the next couple months here, what can we expect from that? Yeah, I mean, obviously the Broncos have a little bit of time here yeah. to talk to their own guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of see at this point, if deals haven't gotten done, that things are a little bit quiet until we get to free agency. It's possible that in the days leading up, you see a deal. Um, I personally wouldn't think anything would happen until you have a new head coach in place mm-hmm. with that transition. You know, you're bringing in a, a new scheme probably, especially offensively, maybe defensively as well. Um, with those things, you want your coach, I think, to be able to help you in the evaluation of those players. Who do we want on this team? Who do we want to bring in? Obviously there's, you know, Latavius Murray is an example of a, a guy that, Lots of people in the locker room want to see back. Sean Williams wants to be back. Mm -hmm. But you just kind of have to see what happens here. And and sometimes, uh, you know, not everybody can be back. And that's the tough part of this business. I mentioned it's the last time that this team will ever be together in this current iteration. Um, But that's, I mean, it's part of what makes this game fun. What makes it possible for you to complete these year-to-year turnarounds is that the Broncos, they're going to be able to go get some pieces in free agency if they want. They're going to be able to add some guys in the draft. Um, they're going to be able to bring back some of these guys if they want. And, um, of course, the franchise tag is always an option. Uh, you know, not for everybody, obviously, but maybe Draymond Jones mm-hmm. could be a possibility there. You kind of hear about that in February, so maybe a little bit sooner in terms of the decision there. But, um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. This is We talk about the coach, and obviously that's the main focus right now, but building this roster, there there are holes that need to be filled. There are pieces that need to be put in place. So something to watch carefully. Definitely. Well, Eric, last one here for you. You know, as ownership really dives into this head coaching search now, what are some of the names that you've seen reported and what do you like about some of those candidates? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's been a lot of, uh, certainly today, some names have started to pop up. We saw Jim Harbaugh, Sean Payton reported over the weekend. Um, Russell Wilson spoke really glowingly about Sean Payton. Mm -hmm. Um, He's, I think, played for him at the Pro Bowl before, obviously knows Drew Brees really well. Um, Jim Harbaugh popped up and Russell talked about how much respect he has for him and, and what, you know, he doesn't know him as well, but knows the coach he is obviously from competing against him mm-hmm. when he was in San Francisco and Russ was in Seattle. Yep. Um, Russ brought up Dan Quinn. That's another name that we've seen the Broncos have reportedly requested to interview. He was a finalist here last year, um, defensive minded head coach, uh, took the Falcons to a Super Bowl. Uh, we've seen some other names, Raheem Morris, D'Amico Ryans, um, so a lot of good choices. I would say, obviously, looking at those guys, with the exception of D'Amico Ryans, the common thread is experience and the fact that they've done this before. Right. And we'll see which way Greg Penner and the uh, search committee decides to go. I think you do need to keep an open mind. But to me, mm-hmm. experience 
seems really valuable. Um, and I think Garrett Bowles, I asked him that today, you know, what, what could that mean after three first time head coaches in a row? He basically said, listen, you don't have to just set everything up. You have a, an understanding of what needs to be in place, how to do certain things. You can set that standard. Yeah. You know that it works. Um, and additionally, I just think you can hit the ground running. And I look back at early this season to some of these losses, and I think a more experienced head coach, whether it's how to balance preseason mm-hmm. playing time or how to get a team ready for a road game or, you know, calling plays on the road, those sorts of things yeah. that are, you know, maybe a first-time head coach is figuring that out. An experienced coach is going to know how to do that stuff. And if you get wins against Seattle, if you get wins against Indy at home, all of a sudden the season looks really different and maybe you get on a run and you go to a, a Carolina or a Baltimore and instead of losing those games, you find a way to win. And so that's what I think an experienced head coach would bring. We'll have to see how it plays out. But certainly based on what we've seen, the reports of who the Broncos are interviewing, it does seem like their search is maybe focused in that direction of more people who have, who have done this before. They've found a way, you know, they, they're trying to, uh, to eliminate maybe some of the growing pains that Nathaniel Hackett had. And you're able to do that by going with someone who's, who's held this role before. For sure. Yep. A lot of good candidates to be on the lookout for. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks here, but Eric, appreciate your time and your insight this whole season. Yeah, of course. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos. Now Broncos country. Thanks so much for tuning in every day, Monday through Friday throughout the season. Starting today, episodes will be on a weekly basis, so make sure to meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube next week for another episode of Broncos Now.